0: He has his own podcast. What is the job? Get my shit together. How's the techno in the background? <laughs> it might not even be techno, but it's fucking music that I don't usually listen to. I don't know if you can hear it, but uh, you know, I'm in Miami, so here we are doing the Getting My Act Together podcast for Friday, February. It's not February, dude. April 8th. I don't know what the hell I got February from. But I am uh, in Miami again, running it back with my wife and my daughter after the horror show trip of Christmas 2021. And I found what I thought was the quietest place to record the podcast on this entire luxury property where I'm staying. And I swear to God, after I came down and sat down in the most extreme corner of the sandiest last resort bar, not like Dick's Last Resort, but in the most extreme corner of the property, all of a sudden I sit down to do the podcast and uh, it's time to Molly Glowstick. So here we are. I don't know if I'm going to sit in the same place to record the entire podcast but this is the getting my act together podcast for friday april 8 2022 this also falls into the category of one of those uh, i love you so much and i'm so grateful for you listening to the podcast and supporting it and coming up to me at shows and telling me that you're embarrassed to listen to it and that you um, also know 15 versus underscore 15 underscore versus underscore 15 and everyone else who writes in and we have to have more writing into the podcast. That's now everybody's fucking clapping. Bartenders clapping. I should say the adults (laughs) adults are not, but this falls into the category of it's, you know, been a long day long. I'm here for you. That's, that's the point. I left my wife and daughter in the room. Daughter is asleep. Wife, uh, He's like, oh, well, if you're leaving, I'm going to go listen to a podcast. And I was like, well, then I'm going to go record one. It's 9.30 on Thursday night, 9.20, but it feels like it feels like Miami o'clock because we are staying in a single hotel room with a three-year-old, and you know, call time this morning was 6.22 a.m. So although I did go to sleep last night. I was asleep last night by 9.40 p.m. I cannot believe that. And my wife actually said to me, like, when was the last time you were asleep at night? Yeah, that's how it starts. Now there's slapping of thighs at the bar outside. And by the way, the slapping of thighs taking place, it's a woman slapping a Euro dude's thighs. This is Miami. Told you we're staying in a luxury hotel. It is luxurious. And... It makes me kind of identify with the oligarchs. Why are we here? Because my daughter is on spring break from her swanky school, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week, and we wanted to get out of town, I guess. I don't know. My wife put it together. But it's such an improvement on... And the real listeners of the podcast will recall the horror show of... uh, the last trip to Miami. This one is immeasurably better, in part because you know why. I'm four months better as a husband and a father. Most important, I'm a better father at this time, and uh, everything is in stride. I'm not trying to solve, fix, change. I'm trying to guide, model, point the way forward. So, we're having a great time. We, like I said, are staying in the swanky place because my wife. Did she travel, dude, when she worked? Yeah, and she traveled so much that she has all these points still left over that we're staying in this fucking place that's so killer, and we're staying on what's called, a, uh, I think, a club floor or a concierge floor, meaning it's this private room where whenever we want, we can go in there and get coffee, get a beer, have some oatmeal, cereal, whatever you want to do. It's such a game-changer, and I just went in there on the way to record the podcast, and I said to Mike, the guy who's worked there for 15 years, I'm like, hey, dude, I see you have beer and stuff, but any chance you have uh, you have the connect on uh, a little tequila? And he says, well, we have it all. So he came back with a a glass, a rocks glass of tequila half full. And I started cracking up when he brought it to me. And he's like, sir, I apologize, but I know I'm not making any. And he's not, I don't know where the fuck he's from. But it was more French, Euro, Belgian accent than it was Cuban. But he's like, I just know when people say they want something, they usually mean a double. And I was like, is it, are you stereotyping me because of what my face looks like? And because I'm wearing in this super posh resort a limerick junction comedy t-shirt is that what you're doing Mike but he gave me this huge glass of tequila that if I finish you will hear by the end of the podcast wow five hours have <laughs> taken place and he woke back up to dust himself off and walk up back to the hotel the anyway the, the concierge floor is a game changer so here we are. We're back in Miami. We, like I said, last night I slept from 9.40 until 6.22 a.m. And here's how good my sleep was and long. Nine hours. Or is that right? Nine, something like nine hours. I slept so well and so deeply that I had dreams that I was sleeping, that I slept for 13 hours. I had dreams that I was telling people in the dream. No dude I can't believe I slept for thirteen hours, and my daughter did too and then turns out that didn't happen at all and we got up at six twenty two but i was I was exhausted yesterday because we we flew we flew to Miami Wednesday morning at nine flight was at nine a m so we get up at 6:20. We get up at 6:20, 6:30. Get to the airport by 7:30. Board all that nonsense. You know where we parked, by the way, at the airport. We parked in E68. E68. And I only mention that because, <laughs> you know, we try to remember as we're walking in. We're not. We're not that anal that we put it into our phones. Our our parking location, we just say, say to the girl and say to each other, all right, we're in E68. And my wife, wa- I said, how are we going to remember that? <laughs> and my wife said, well, it's just <laughs> 69 minus one. <laughs> and uh, the old gal still has it. And that's when I told my daughter, I'm like, hey, girl, so just remember where we are parked. Where are you going to keep that in mind? Is it 69? minus 1. Then I told my wife that the night before at Limerick I said when two guys two guys do it to each other they are seven it's called a 70. And somehow that worked at Limerick and Limerick was just a uh, bloodbath. The the point of mentioning Limerick and getting alcoholically or racially stereotyped by the uh the server Mike, who just roams that room where everything is "quote unquote" free. It's where you just go and get shit; you don't have to pay for it because you've paid for it with your business over the years. The point of mentioning Limerick and mentioning that to him was not mentioning to him. How you doing, man? Oh yeah, I'm just hanging out. You want the lights on? That string right there. Unless it's going to slow you up from closing up. I can, I can move to a better spot. You sure? Tell me to relax, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> he didn't, that's how far I am in the corner of this sandy bar. Is The guy came over, and I don't know if you heard it, but he was like, I'm going to turn off the lights, but I didn't see anybody sitting here. I'm like, dude, I'm here. You can leave them on. There's a beautiful string of lights. But I don't want to jam him up. And he's like, dude, relax. And, but he said, relax, enjoy yourself. Like, Fuck you, man. I am. The thing about Limerick is this. Tuesday night, even though I had the wonderful Tamar Rubin I had. Tamar Rubin was grateful enough to host Lightning Round. I still didn't get, and apparently murdered. I, I saw like her first 15 minutes of hosting. Killing and apparently did a insane job the whole night. It was another crazy night at Limerick. I still didn't get home until almost 12. So by the time I got to sleep, it was, you know, one fifteen, one thirty. I go on five hours sleep. That's not enough. And that's what led me to uh, performing a 70 in the airport. That's what led me to... Uh, Sleeping at 9:40 p.m. last night. I, I, you know what? I deserved it. So that's the situation. We are down here until Saturday. I had shows on the books for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and when, and just shat the bed. To be honest with you, when my travel agent spouse said, "Okay, we're going to Miami in these three days," I'm not gonna be like. Mm like, all right, great, let's do it. And she's like, you don't have shows down there. And I was like, Yeah, I know, because I can't book them, you know, in zero days. So I was supposed to have shows, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I don't but I am having. And you have to go back to listen to those nightmare podcasts around the time I got COVID and fucked up Christmas for my wife and my daughter. Admittedly, then my wife got COVID two weeks later. But the Miami trip was pretty awful. We were not having a good time as a family unit, Unit, my daughter, prime toddler. And like I said, I'm four months better now as being a parent. <laughs> and you'll also go back and hear the nightmare car rental story, which we've addressed now by just uh, having a car show up with a car seat and drive us to where we want to go. And, and that's, that's the whole solution. we It's a squad, Miami. It's a place where... if I don't know when the last time you were in Miami was. Miami is, to me, the one place in the United States that, depending on how you feel, makes you feel like... It reminds you nothing of the United States, or it is 100% the United States. It's just a vibe with the Cuban population, the euros, all the latino people. It really does not feel like Kansas City, Missouri. It it's 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 not Boston, it's not Chicago. It's it's really fucking badass. I mean, it also and we all should strive for more of this. It just reeks of ill-gotten gains. Like every but that's the name of the game and those of us who don't accept that like myself growing up or didn't know that (laughs) are suckers but everybody down here is like let's make some money sit out at the hotel bar smoke some cigars and go make some more money tomorrow after all tomorrow's friday another day miami i love miami but I, i i love it for what it is i don't you know i'm not in nightclubs and Certainly not shooting up any nightclubs. I just like the beach. And you know what I like? I like people who <laughs> have money, who look like they have money, and they're not working hard. There's something very appealing about that. Because it's not like like us. We're grinding, working hard. But this is like slow money, but also not like aristocracy money. But So there's something in there. It's like ill-gotten gains, but also fucking I'm at peace with everything I'm not working too hard anyway or it fucking sucks depending on how how you look at it it's just a, a cathedral to opulence and wealth and fake tits what's wrong with that we had dinner tonight at one of the restaurants on property we have not left the property that's how great this property is we have not left this hotel property in the last, been here for 36 hours or something like that. We've not left it. And we had dinner at one of the restaurants. And devoted listeners of the podcast will recall years ago a guy painting my house, essentially calling me a pussy because I was doing laundry. You remember that? And the man I was paying said to me, when he saw me doing laundry, he said, Mexican dude, he was like, you are a gay? You, 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 are a gay? Anyway, so tonight, I don't want to say similarly, but it brought that back. We are having dinner, meaning having some overpriced tacos or perfectly priced because we're sitting on a goddamn beach. It's perfectly priced. They're not overpriced. They'd be overpriced if you were eating them in a bus station. But they were perfectly priced because we're sitting under palm trees enjoying them. So who cares how much money they cost? I mean, we do, but you know what I'm saying. And these clouds start rolling over dark, ominous. And and my wife actually was praising Miami. She's like, Miami's pretty fucking badass like this. And I was like, well, yeah, we're having dinner at 5.30 because we have a three-year-old. It's not, you know, just... Cocaine and riots all night long. So, we're having this nice little taco guacamole thing on the on the beach, the three of us. And these ominous clouds are rolling over the top. Oh, look at this little game changer. The guy came and changed the stereo from... Almost feels like a hate crime because he changed it from that techno or, I don't know, resort music to now Doobie Brothers. (laughs) Without love. That was off pitch, but where would you be now? We're having this dinner and the ominous clouds are rolling over this evening. And my wife said, I think it's coming. I'm like, it looks like it. And it's a fast... Well, we live in the south, so we know what a storm looks like. It kind of seems fast-moving, but nobody else is panicking, worried. and Neither are we. And then a couple drops came down. And we said to the waiter, Hey, do you think maybe we should... Maybe we'll take the entrees, the little mini octopus tostadas? Get the fuck out of here. The, tostadas de pulpo. Do you think maybe we should eat him in there? And he just, his first reaction was not, I'm working at a nice expensive resort. Whatever you say, sir and madam and little three-year-old, which I respect, his first reaction was who he is. And he said, you were scared? That was the first thing he said. <laughs> you were scared? <laughs> and I I'd never once thought we were scared of a few drops of rain let alone a driving rainstorm it just would seem practical to go under a covered area and eat our pulpo tostadas tostadas pulpo adentro but his he's he's probably, I don't know how long this guy's worked here but I know he takes his job very seriously (laughs) but he couldn't help but let out you are a you are a gay... That's what he was essentially saying. You are a gay? You are scared? You're afraid? No, bro, I, it just looks like it's going to be a downpour, and that would be a mess. And by the way, don't you see I have a three-year-old here? And then, but he caught himself and he very quickly pivoted. Oh, yeah, we'll take you in this way. And we went, and you could tell they kind of knew that it was going to be a bad storm coming because... When they took us under the covered area at the hotel restaurant, which is all open air, they took us way far away from the perimeter, so way inside, toward the, the heart of the restaurant, if you will. And no more than 45 seconds later, the biggest, wildest, loudest storm short of Katrina kicked in. And the guy came over, and hes he said something about it. It was so loud, so violent, like rain lashing. They're pulling down covers to... It was so violent that sideways rain was blowing through the restaurant and soaking us in the middle of the restaurant. And the guy came over, and... He was like, "Wow, he he said something like, "Wow, it, it's a big big store." And I, I fucking bit my tongue, but I said to my wife afterward like, "You are a gay." Like, are you you are afraid? And then we actually hit it off after that because I hit it off with most people that call me pussies because I get it. I I mean, I would probably look at me and say that too, but I'm not quite all the way that you think I am. I'm not saying I'm a Badass or a tough guy But I'm not quite Maybe what What that guy might have thought Or the guy painting my house thought And then we hit it off And He said Where'd you learn how to speak Spanish And I said You know Southern California I said I said Are you I said You're not Cuban Are you Because I I could tell his accent And he spoke perfect English I'm like I'm like You're not Cuban No eres Cubano No And he, he's From uh, Honduras I was like Well There you go. You guys (laughs) are the hardest men on the planet and uh, think we all are pussies. I'm totally tripping out now because the whispering palms and the ambient sea noise. I'm maybe 30 feet from the ocean, but because I am so close to property's edge, I... Swear there are Hondurans behind me plotting to kill me (laughs) and take the rest of my tequila. I feel like I hear whispering voices behind me. Bruh, now I'm tripping and I think that it's an animal up in the palm tree above me. Fuck it. Who cares? This is Miami. And I get it. I totally get it. I also might be at a gay bar because, or this is just how Miami works, but looking up at the outdoor bar, which is, I don't know, 30 yards from me, it's all men seated at the bar. Well, because the women are taking care of the children and doing the responsible thing. And I'm no different from those fucking guys. I'm just seated further away trying to entertain strangers. Well, they're seated right in front of the people trying to entertain strangers. And they don't have the audacity to (laughs) broadcast it to the world. They're like, I'm just going to get banged up at the hotel bar and then walk back. Talk to a stranger, talk to the bartender who's now listening to some acid rock like Mountain or something. Yeah, there are zero women. 15 men. So, that's it. We're... I don't want to say that's it. We're in Miami. We are on the right page. We're on the front foot. We are... Like I said, in those dark, dark December days when we came down here, where it was just COVID and toddler. We're... We're on the straight and narrow right now. I don't know if it's narrow, but... This is a good-for-the-game trip in our household. And I'm thrilled about that. That girl also is... Our daughter is fucking crazy. <laughs> Which is awesome. She And she now... She talks... Her sense of humor is... Is so evolved; it's past like mine, certainly, and even my wife's. I told you it's not false modesty. I don't. Know. My wife is super funny. I won't say she's fun- I, she's funnier than I am. She, as I've said before, she just doesn't have the need to do a podcast. But very briefly, to give you insight into my daughter's emerging sense of humor, she. She doesn't under she doesn't know, like, to her when the grocery store is out of something. It is because my wife has looked, my wife has bought the groceries on the app, either for pickup or delivery. So my wife is ordering groceries. And if they don't have whatever she's looking for, she can't click that button, right? I've never done it in my life. I'm the fucking guy, or I'm the husband. I'm an adult. I've never bought groceries online. My wife does occasionally. And through the app, she will tell my daughter when there are no groceries that there's no button. So you can't press the button. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. you' euro's like, fuck all that Doobie Brothers <laughs> acid burnout, Rock. Let's get back to some... Some It sounds like a remix of sexual healing. Yeah, just some... No Christian side hugs tonight. We're going to go full frontal. So my, do- my wife buys groceries. To my daughter's experience, there is a button. And then if they don't have the grocery that she's looking for, maybe she's looking for bananas. There are no bananas. It is a remix of... Sexual healing. In my daughter's experience, that is called out of button. Does that make sense? My wife can't order it, so she's like, oh, girl, sorry, the button's not there. So my daughter interprets that in her relatively 36-month-old, 40-month-old brain. Uh, oh, they're out of button. Okay, I, It's a long setup, and I got distracted by these this gay bar that I'm in. I'm, you know what I'm I'm wanna wrap up the podcast and just go take off my shirt and see what happens. <laughs> What's gonna happen is they're gonna be like shave your chest, shave your balls, do some more push ups, and then well, we'll still hook up with you, but we'll make you feel bad about it. So the experience of not having any groceries to my daughter to my daughter is or something not working or being accessible is out of button. I know it's a long setup, dude. So today We're swimming in the pool, and there are a couple fucking suitcase... Not suitcase, what do you call them? Uh, Backpack bombers just walked in, way overdressed. They look like Liam Harvey. (laughs) And they're so... They probably just came from the airport, but... The man looks like he wants to shoot up a beach. Is it because of his ethnicity? Yes, in part... And also the fact that he's wearing winter clothes in Miami. But maybe they just got here too. He's looking around, a bunch of gay guys, some libtard over here. Uh, I'm a heretic, boys. Anyway, being out of button is what... By the way, Liam Harvey smashed Limerick the other night. If you were at Limerick, you know that. And you should... You know what he could do? If you don't want to send in questions or whatever about about shit you want me to speak to, like, hey, what do you think about Putin greasing himself up for uh, that photo on the horse? If you don't want to do that, why don't you just send me your thoughts about Limerick? <laughs> and I can tell you what I thought I saw there. And everybody else who listens around the world, thank you so much, will be like, God damn, next time we go to the United States, we have to go to Atlanta. And if we're there on a Tuesday night, We should go to Virginia Island and see a free comedy show. So out of button is the experience of something not working. Today, my daughter, I'm in the pool. I told you my daughter is, her swimming is coming up. She's not doing a whole, she's doing a little bit of reach and pull, but she certainly jumps in, kick, 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 kick for, you know, five, ten seconds and then lifts her head up as one of the adults is pulling her out of drowning. But today, she was jumping and kicking really well. And I was like, dude, you got to do reach and pull. Here's what it looks like. And I said, How come you weren't doing reach and pull? And (laughs) because here's why it's such a great bit of humor. She knows that I want her to do reach and pull. And she wants to do the opposite of what her parents want her to do. So it's like, dude, it's so good kicking. You see how it brings your bum up, and and you you float higher, and you can lift your head up. How come you're not doing reach and pull? And she said, my arms are out of button. (laughs) My arms are out of button. How? She's the great... I know. I hope I don't brag on her. I want to brag on her. I mean, she's my fucking daughter, but I'm not... That's pretty sharp to me. She said... In that moment, nobody's talking about. Just my arms are out of button. Maybe it was a big setup. I don't know. Maybe it was oversold, but that's pretty sweet to me. <laughs> it's more than sweet. It tells me you have a big brain, and you know, because she's a comic. She is, and comics friend, comic friends have asked me like, "Dude, what are you gonna do if she wants to be a comic?" Well, tell her to fucking go out with a buddy and not be creeped out every time she goes to an open mic and all that shit, but I'll support her. 100%. If that's what she wants to do. I'll support her 100%. It's 1,000 times harder being a female stand-up than it is a uh, male stand-up. But that's that's her, her humor. She, she knows that line will kill. And, and that's why I say she's a comic, because... All she's trying to do with her response is get a humorous reaction from me. And Doobie Brothers come back on, and no, you know what? I can't believe, apologize to all the gay listeners. I'm sorry I ever thought this place was a gay bar because <laughs> Doobie Brothers keep playing. And I mean, it's not like a leather and not even a bear's bar. Anyway. I find it so keen that she knew that would be the biggest hit to say her arms were out of button. Like she's going into, she knows her audience. She knows her, and that's what all comics should do. Know your audience, but don't pander. And she gave me that. My arms are out of button. And then she just jumped in and reached and pulled anyway. All right, so I miss you. I miss Atlanta, Georgia. But I'm also thrilled that I'm here having a great time, and uh, I'm going to go see what's up with these dudes. I'll be back uh, Saturday afternoon, and we'll talk to you on Monday. So thank you for the support. Thank you for the reviews. I haven't checked. I hope 15 is, is around doing his thing. I presume he is. And I look forward to chatting with everyone on Monday. Thank you for everything. Bye.